Hello, my friends. Happy week of Thanksgiving. If you're in the States and you celebrate Thanksgiving, if not, happy November 22nd. I'm excited for this episode because it's one that many of you have asked me for. We're going to be talking about binge eating. And I wanted to mention before we dive into this episode that binge eating and what I might consider irregular eating, right? When you're like, restricting and then binging, that cycle, that pendulum swing that we talk about around here is one of the biggest indicators that's holding you back or or one of the biggest roadblocks that's holding you back from achieving weight loss. When our relationship with food is essentially swinging back and forth between binging and restricting, we can't get into a place of... um, consistency with food and weight loss requires consistency with food. So when I work one-on-one with clients, we work a lot on finding that happy balance, that consistency with food. And a lot of times just being able to do that helps them step into weight loss and body change. So I just kind of wanted to remind you of that. I know, you know, January is coming if you're listening to this during this the time it's released and um, you know there's there's some angst potentially around weight loss and body change and I don't think it's all bad <laughs> um, I you know I think it's kind of fun to have a reset and, and a feeling of a fresh start and a feeling of you know I get to keep going I get to pursue more I get to change myself in better ways and I think that's a really exciting opportunity to capture that excitement and that motivation without it being negative or wrong or anything like that so um, I just kind of wanted to remind you of that if you are if you're working to create change in your body and change in your relationship with food this is going to be a very powerful episode for you because we need to learn how to create more consistency with nutrition because that is what's going to help you long term with weight loss with relationship with food with creating any sort of change that you want in your health wellness your body anything like that so um Hopefully you really enjoy this episode. Before we dive in really quickly, I am really excited because I am going to be opening more, a significantly more amount, is that the right phrase, of coaching, one-on-one coaching opportunities with me. Um, I've had some really incredible experiences lately and I feel like I need to open up more of this to more women and make it more available because there's so much power in the ability to have someone trained outside, outside source to be able to help you identify the things that are keeping you stuck, help you, you know, step into accountability and responsibility for your journey, help you navigate challenges, help you tweak and change as needed. There is so much power in having that support. So if you are looking for one-on-one coaching support for 2023. I am, they're open. I'm, I'm doing, um, free consultation calls to talk with you, talk about your goals, what you're struggling with, what you want for the next six months to a year and helping you identify if coaching is the right fit for you. So if you want to schedule a free consultation call to get started on the right path for 2023, 
and you'll get first dibs on schedule and all of that, just go to awomanofwellness.com forward slash coaching. And then I'll give you some details about what's included with coaching, what you can expect, and then we can jump on a free call and talk more specific to your unique needs, what that might look like for you, and you can make the decision that's best for you. So if this is calling to you, I want to encourage you to um, step into it. Step into that that um, desire and make that choice. Be responsible for your health and wellness this year. Big things can change in small amounts of time. And I want to remind you of that. You can create significant change in your life by just choosing to step into the belief, to step into making a choice to support yourself through that transformation. Okay? So if this is calling to you, I will be looking forward to having a lovely conversation with you. And let's jump right into the episode. We're gonna be talking about how to stop binge eating. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. Let's talk about how to stop binge eating. I've had a request for this episode for a long time, so it is time to to do it. And I actually originally, just because of the timing of year in the States, um, I was actually going to title this episode, How to Navigate Holidays and Food. Um, holidays in general, not just maybe quote the holidays, right? But, um, but I felt like this title actually kind of encompassed that whole thing because I don't know if, I don't know where you're at um, with your relationship with food and, and the holidays, but it often becomes a time of overindulgence or binge eating. And we're going to talk about, you know, how we're going to describe binge eating today, but um, it often becomes this time of just um, binging in some way, right? Like overindulging and then kind of looking forward to a time of quote, repentance, right? Like, um, a time of reset, a time of like 
fixing everything that I did wrong during the holidays. And anyway, it's so similar. So if you struggle with the holidays and food, um, this is, this is a, this is a really great episode. Um, either way, if you struggle with binge eating, whenever you're listening to this, um, I'm hopeful this episode will help you better understand it and help prevent it in your life. So how would we describe binge eating? It's basically the practice of restriction and then overeating in some form. So it could be intentionally, right? Intentionally restricting food to lose weight or repent. I can't think of the best, the, a better word than that. Like to, um, you know, like try to repent for the wrongs that you've done with eating, um, or in unintentionally restricting and overeating, maybe just being unaware of your body, not listening to it, and just kind of unintentionally not eating and then overeating. So that's one way that you may find yourself in binge eating. Another way we could describe binge eating is a consistent overeating. So it could be something like I'm just, I'm consistently overeating because there's a lot of reasons, right? There's a lot of reasons we could say like, oh, I'm, I'm not worthy of, I can't, I can't, follow the plan or I'm going to start again soon. So I'm just going to keep eating until I start my plan again or the diet or whatever. And so that really is, that's really what, how we would describe binge eating. It's typically a practice of restriction and overeating or a practice of consistently overeating. And you may ebb and flow throughout these. Um, but that is kind of as when I talk, when I use the word binging and binge eating, that's what I'm talking about today. Okay. I want to make a little disclaimer before we move on that we are not, I'm not here to heal eating disorders. If you have a true binge eating disorder, um, this is something that needs clinical, um, help and you can get a counselor and all of that. Um, but this is really for someone that, you know, is just in a pattern of restriction and overeating or consistently overeating and, and feels like, you know, with support, they can get, um, the tools that they need. If you feel like you have a true eating disorder, um, I really want to recommend that you go see a certified eating disorder counselor. Okay. Okay. Let's move along. Where does binge eating come from or this urge to binge? It originates from a place of deprivation. I'll say that again. Binge eating comes because of deprivation in some form. Usually it's either physical uh, deprivation or emotional deprivation. And hold tight because we are going to be talking about emotional deprivation next week. I felt like it was kind of tricky to put them both in one episode. And so today we're going to focus on the physical deprivation, the physical um, elements of binge eating. And then next week, we're going to be talking about the um, emotional elements and how to stop emotional eating before it starts. Okay. So just know that that's coming, but we have to 
it's, it's good to make the connection first that, okay, the reason that I'm binging, the reason that I'm consistently overeating or I'm restricting and eat overeating intentionally or unintentionally is because I'm, I've got, I'm deprived of something. There's some sort of deprivation in some form. Okay. So that's the first thing is just like, okay, I'm aware that there's something missing. Check step one. Okay. So let's talk about this idea of binge eating as a result of physical deprivation. Okay. When you get the urge to binge, you are commonly physically deprived in one or both of these two areas in calories and nutrients and or nutrients, depending. Okay. So your body physiologically is deprived of calories. So maybe you're inconsistent with your eating. You're all over the place. Maybe you're ignoring your hunger and fullness cues, or you don't recognize them, right? Or, or you have to kind of follow that diet. So you cannot honor those hunger and fullness cues. So your body is not necessarily getting sufficient calories throughout the day. Maybe you exist in what I call weight loss mode all the time. So you're convinced that you have to have super low calories to lose weight and to be in weight loss mode. And so we're just always in a really high calorie deficit, which from, you know, a a weight loss standpoint, that's frustrating because they say drop your calories, but there comes a point where if your calories are too low, your body is not going to lose weight because it it can't, it cannot lose weight at such a low caloric range. And that's a discussion for another day, but, um, recognizing that if you are existing in this weight loss mode all the time, you might be low on calories because that's your life, right? I can't eat more than this because that's kind of the rules of the game. Um, and then the other thing sometimes that causes us to drop our calories is that we're afraid of eating. We're afraid to gain weight. We're afraid to eat food. Like there's definitely that. Maybe if you have um, a chronic condition that you're struggling with, there's a fear of food. Um, and so just kind of, we don't, we don't have to blame anything or, you know, get frustrated, but just to, just to recognize, become aware that your binging is a result of being physically deprived of calories in some form. If it's, you know, not honoring your hunger and fullness, maybe not eating consistently, um, constantly eating too, too little, um, being afraid to eat, that's going to cause you to binge. Okay. The other area that you commonly, you know, get deprived in is your nutrients. Well, how does this happen? Right? Because these play a part. These, these two things play a part in binge eating. If we are not satisfied and if we're deprived of calories and nutrients, we will be, have a higher tendency to binge. Okay. So you're inconsistent with meal planning. So maybe you're not getting a lot of great nutrients. You're, you're grabbing and going, right. You're, you're grabbing things here and there. Um, you're not getting enough protein. Protein is what helps make us feel full. It helps with a lot of other things in our bodies. And a lot of times, um, especially in the world of food that we live in, um, our meals aren't filled with protein, I guess. Um, maybe, 
not just that, you're not getting the right ratios of macronutrients, right? Like we need a balance of protein, carbohydrates, and fats in order to uh, thrive, to have our best energy. Like those nutrients are what helps our bodies not be deprived. Okay. Maybe you're eating from an emotional place, which we're going to be talking about. So you're not getting nutrients, you're eating emotionally. And oftentimes when we turn to food to deal with emotions, it's not you. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've never turned to carrots to deal with my emotions. (laughs) Um, It's usually food that, you know, doesn't always have the most nutrition. Um, Or maybe you struggle with picky eating. Okay. This is a real thing too. And it's a real thing for adults as well. Like maybe you do struggle with being a picky eater and so you're not getting the nutrients. So your body's a bit deprived. Okay. So those are the areas that, um, they, they, they kind of, uh, what's the word they like fuel the fire for binging. If you are deprived in calories and nutrients, it it's, it's kind of like this, like the wind to a fire, right? Like it kind of just fuels the flame. And that's why the binging comes in. Um, and so, you know, we're not here to say, okay, well, you need to go track everything to make sure you're getting enough protein and you need to make sure that you're perfect at it. Absolutely not. We are going to ebb and flow. There are going to be times where we get more protein and we do a little better and then we have a little down dip and all of that. And the goal here, if, if you've heard me talk in any farm around here is that we don't want that pendulum to swing too high. Okay. If you try to swing all the way to perfect meal planning, what's going to happen when things get a little crazy or out of control, you know, a swing, the higher it swings one way, the higher it's going to swing back than the other way. And so if you can get that swing to just gently swing in the middle to say, yeah, like I'm working on, you know, figuring out how to manage my nutrients through, you know, a method of meal planning and making sure that I am getting those macronutrients and learning about nutrition and also listening to and honoring my hunger and fullness cues, making sure I'm eating consistently. That's where our kind of our happy middle exists. Okay. So look for, look for red flags. Um, when you want to create change, look for red flags where that swing is going a little bit too far one direction and bring it in a little bit and say, okay, what is realistic for me to do? Okay. So what is the key to overcoming binge eating prevention? (laughs) The key to not turning, not binge eating is preventing it from happening, essentially recognizing it before it starts. In order to do this, you have to identify those deprivation habits. And here's what I recommend you do. I recommend that you use a journal to help you become aware of those habits specifically. And spoiler alert, in January, we have our new and improved food freedom combined with wellness Academy program coming, um, a little sneak peek. I hope you're getting excited. Um, and we, we're going to be diving into this, um, a little bit more about, you know, becoming aware of, of where you currently are to help you create change. So just know that's coming, but you can utilize this time 
to get practice in that area. We can't know where we're going unless we know where we are. So we have to first identify those habits of deprivation. Am I eating consistently throughout the day? Am I honoring my hunger and fullness cues? Am I doing some form of menu planning so that I am getting the nutrients that I need? Is my balance, is my plate balanced, right? Asking yourself those questions, not with judgment, but just for awareness. Okay. And, um, if you all, I'll link the wait list to the Academy, um, in the show notes, but it's just a woman of wellness.com forward slash Academy. And we're going to kind of, it's going to be really fun because we've got, we've got a big section on this. So anyway, moving along, um, we, we have to become aware first. We have to meet ourselves where we are. If you're trying to get five steps ahead of where you are, it's going to fizzle out, right? Let's try to meet ourselves where we are by becoming aware of where we are deprived, where we're struggling the most. Okay. So that's the first thing. And if you do that for two weeks, great. If you do that for a week, a few days, it doesn't matter, but we want to start to identify some of these current habits that you're having, because that's where the change can come from. That's where the change can be discovered. Right. And so we want to be aware of where you're at from there. This is what I, this is what I recommend here's where to start. Once you become aware, and this is in order of difficulty. (laughs) So start here and go there. (laughs) Okay. Don't try to do it all at once. Anything like that. Start first by honoring your hunger and fullness cues. Start by listening to your body. Start by getting in tune, whatever that looks like for you. And we're going to, we have a whole section inside the academy um, that's going to help you with that is like, how do I get in tune with my body? How do I start trusting my body that it will give me my hunger and fullness cues and all of that. But for right now, just think like, how can I start listening to what my body needs? That's step number one. You're saying, Hey, I see you and I'm willing to listen. Okay. Step number two is to from there, once we feel a little bit more confident about honoring your hunger and fullness cues, improve your nutrients. Start looking for maybe some methods of meal planning um, or how to balance your plate. And again, we have all this for you, okay? <laughs> um, if you are like, I want to know how to do that, like totally, we're going to do that. So um but that's kind of your second tier is like, okay, when I'm, once I've recognized kind of like my body's hunger and fullness cues, now I can start optimizing with some nutrients. How can I maybe increase my protein? I, in my awareness journal, I, you know, recognize that, um, they, I didn't have any protein for breakfast and no wonder I was starving or whatever. Right. Or gosh, it is, it's five o'clock and I haven't eaten anything all day. My husband is the most guilty of that, interestingly enough. <laughs> I'm like, what'd you eat? He's like, I'm tired. I said, what do you eat all day? Um, nothing. And I said, mm, that should be your first indicator. <laughs> so it's just funny because sometimes we think, oh, we're aware, but like maybe we're really not. So those are your first two places to start is honor your hunger and fullness cues, and then step into trying to tweak and improve the nutrients. And then all you need to do is watch for symptoms and look for improvement. 
So watch for any symptoms of desperate, not desperation, deprivation. And then look for ways that you've improved and then continue to add new ways to improve. Okay. It's so simple, yet how many of you will do it? (laughs) If you want to stop binge eating, we have to first recognize where we're deprived and then step into a space of preventing that deprivation. Because just like the swing, the more you're deprived, the more it swings that one way, you're going to meet those needs in the exact way that you were deprived. So if you're extremely deprived, you're likely to engage in more extreme binging. Okay. So today we tackled physical deprivation, physical form of binge eating and overeating. Stay tuned next week. Um, We are going to be talking about emotional eating and the deprivation there and how we can stop and recognize the emotional eating before it starts and have a a system, have a, a habit to help you stop emotional eating, which by the way, I don't know how many of you have thought about this or know this. Emotional eating is the number one reason that you are unable to stick to your weight loss plan or whatever plan you have, because what happens every single time you try to follow the perfect plan. It's some form of an emotion that comes in that derails the plan. Whatever that is, right? Exhaustion, overwhelm, I'm tired of this. Um, It's too much. Like whatever it is, it's always emotional eating that derails the plan. Have you ever thought about that before? So we've got to tackle this. As soon as we heal that relationship with food and you know, the emotional components that go behind all of that. It's, it's so much more than just like recognizing an emotion and stopping it. It's about, you know, how you see food and the labels you have on food and all of the things, all of the relationship that you have around food. Those are your emotions. And when those are out of whack, we have no, we have no chance in weight loss realm. I want you to really think about that. And like I said earlier, I'm plugging the Academy because it's, we're going to cover all of that. If, and, and it's, it really is about creating a connection between our brains and our bodies. When we change and train our brains, we can change and train our bodies. I went a little bit down some rabbit hole there. (laughs) Thanks for letting me uh, sometimes share my rants, but I will be back next week for, um, to talk more about emotional eating. Okay. My friend, if you love the woman of wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review. This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. 
If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.